Tom Swarbrick on LBC. It's a Friday, it's ten to six, so let us leave these aisles and head to a place where there really are no problems and everything is fine. That shining city on the hill, the Elysium Fields of the USA, for Simon Marks, American Week. Tom, let's start this American Week unusually with the big news of the past seven days in the UK. Together, we have changed the original protocol and are today announcing the new Windsor framework. The Prime Minister's Monday announcement following his meeting with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen was big news here in Washington as well. For two years, the Biden administration has warned three successive Tory Prime Ministers that it would not tolerate any tearing up of the Northern Ireland Protocol. The President, the former Speaker of the House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi and other prominent voices here all insisted there could be no US trade deal with Britain if the Good Friday peace agreement was imperiled. So, now that it isn't, does that mean a trade deal can finally advance? Yeah, I won't get ahead of where things are right now. I mean, we're grateful that uh, the two sides were able to come up with this uh, Windsor framework, as they call it. Choosing his words carefully, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. This will help um, improve the prosperity uh, of both the EU uh, and the UK uh, and uh, will open up all kinds of now uh, avenues for trade that uh, that were somewhat at risk. It'll open up all kinds of avenues for trade that were somewhat at risk. But he notably did not say that any of those avenues will hurtle us towards a full free trade deal. Nor has the White House yet announced whether President Biden will visit the UK and Ireland next month to mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. It is definitely a possibility. By then, he may have made a big announcement of his own. This week, we got another indication that he is finalising his plans to declare that he will seek re-election next year. It came in a CNN interview with First Lady Jill Biden, said by insiders to play a crucial role in the president's campaign decision-making. Is there any chance at this point that he's not going to run? Uh, not in my book. <laughs> You're all for it. I'm all for it, of course. When might an announcement come? Well, if history is our guide sometime next month, but there is pressure on the White House from some Democrats who want the president to clarify his intentions sooner than that. On the Republican side, you can also hear presidential aspirants gargling in the wings. Former Vice President Mike Pence is widely expected to throw his hat into the ring soon. And this week on CBS News was walking a tightrope when he was asked if he could ever support Donald Trump for the presidency again. If that standard bearer is the former president, if he is the nominee, would you support him? Well, I, I think we'll have better choices, and I really trust uh, Republican voters to sort it out. Again, I, I, I'm very proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. I, in a rambling answer that goes on for over a minute, he seeks to have it both ways, defending the record of the presidency in which he served, but talking up those better choices that lie ahead. It is an answer so elliptical that by the time the follow-up question is asked, he can barely remember where it started. That's not a yes. In terms of supporting Trump if he's the nominee. I, I'm very confident uh, we'll have better choices come 2024, and uh, I'm confident our standard bearer will win the day 
uh, in November of that year. He'd better get used to that question because it is not going to go away. Donald Trump himself is hoping for a big weekend. He's the keynote speaker at this year's Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, just outside Washington. In a further demonstration of the loyalty of his supporters, Trump has taken complete control of the conference. Its agenda, its speakers, its delegates, they are all firmly in the Trump camp. Among them, Tommy Tuberville, a far-right senator from Alabama. I'm 110% behind Donald Trump, and I'm going to tell you why. I've got to know him well. I watched what he did. He knows what he's doing. When President Trump gets reelected, he knows how to hit the ground and run. He spoke there to Newsmax TV, one of several right-leaning channels broadcasting wall-to-wall from CPAC. Another one is Real America's Voice. It's run by Steve Bannon, Donald Trump's former top advisor. Can you please tell me your name and what brings you here today? I'm, I'm Bobby Rooney, and I actually came here because I love Donald Trump and I love Steve Bannon. I'm with a little group in Pueblo, Colorado, who are grandparents for America. Our young people don't know any of the policies, so we didn't brochure that puts Republican policies on one side, Democrat policies on the other. We just want you not to be stupid. All right. If you don't want to be stupid, stop watching Fox. Steve Bannon at the end there, indicating just how far the American right has traveled. Fox News is now the enemy. The reasons, the network's failure to provide Donald Trump with any airtime since last November, when he first announced his 2024 presidential bid, but also the revelation this week in a court filing of Rupert Murdoch's personal views about the former president and his claim that the last presidential election was rigged. Okay, pay attention to this. There's a lot to do with our democracy and the First Amendment. The billionaire owner of Fox News exposing the death of the dishonesty at the network thanks to Dominion Voting Systems defamation lawsuit. CNN's Don Lemon gleefully embracing the news about competitor Fox News. That lawsuit by the largest manufacturer of American voting machines seeks $1.6 billion in damages from Fox for spreading falsehoods about the sanctity of America's elections in broadcasts like these. It's a story of election fraud, elections rigged to deny the will of the majority in this country. It will be impossible to ever know the true, fair, accurate election results. We have to get to the bottom of all this and and expose fraud where it occurred. We will pursue all legal avenues where there are irregularities, anomalies, illegalities and corruption. Lou Dobbs, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram and Janine Pirro, just some of the Fox anchors who promulgated claims that Rupert Murdoch testified he knew were false. In a sworn deposition, the network's owner says that with the benefit of hindsight, Fox should have been stronger in denouncing the Trump-fueled conspiracy theories and even Mail revealed in court filings shows that after the Capitol Hill riots of January the 6th, two years ago, Murdoch wrote, Fox News very busy pivoting, we want to make Trump a non-person. You know, I've always been very proud of, of our parks. I've been proud of so many people that have been able to come to Florida over the years. One man benefiting from that pivot is Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. He now enjoys almost untrammeled access to Fox News and can thank his rise in the presidential opinion polls for it. He's not yet declared his candidacy, but he is definitely gearing up. This week, embracing uproar in the Florida state legislature. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable. All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed, no. no. 
The motion passes. The sound of the anti-woke Republican majority in Florida terminating the Walt Disney Company's historic ability to govern and police its own amusement parks in the state. Retribution by Governor DeSantis for the Disney Company's refusal to back his Don't Say Gay law. It outlaws discussions about gender and sexual identity in the Sunshine State's schools. We also have people that very much want to see... Uh, Disney be what Walt envisioned, which is what we all wanted to do. But when you lose your way, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta have people that are gonna tell you the truth. DeSantis there portraying himself as nothing more than a Mickey Mouse fan trying to put Disney back on a pro-family path. But what he really is, is a leading Republican contender for the presidency who knows there is no mileage left in talking about rigged elections in America. He thinks, Tom, that his anti-woke agenda will be welcomed by grassroots Republicans and not viewed at all by millions of voters as goofy. From Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week. The conclusion of which leaves me with only one more job. Happy Friday.